This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First Row Collectibles, if you're into nerd culture, if you're into sports memorabilia, if you're into wrestling memorabilia, please visit firstrow.ca. Use promo code THEPODCAST20 to receive 20% off. They got everything from signed wrestling figures to old magazines, sporting materials, comic books for your nerds out there. Anything you need or want, they have it. Best thing is they ship worldwide. Even better, they update daily. So please visit them at firstrow.ca. If you're into video games and books, please visit BossFightBooks.com for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like NBA Jam, Red Dead Redemption, Resident Evil, and so many others. Everything you see on their website is available in paperback and ebook format. So please check them out at BossFightBooks.com. And if you're looking for the best supplements and CBD products, visit LegacySubs.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST to receive 10% off. They got everything from sleep aid to muscle building. Anything that makes you feel great, makes you look great, they got it. They are Legacy Sports Nutrition at Legacy LegacySubs.com. If you want to support me directly and monetarily, you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device. It's in the description, embedded right there. Click on that link. It takes you right to the merchandise store. I got everything from hoodies to t-shirts to travel mugs, phone cases, anything you need or want, it is there. But the easiest thing, the best thing to support the show is rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms, most specifically Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So, this week's guest is a professional wrestler who has wrestled for such promotions as GCW, WXW, AEW, and ROH, where he was a member, or maybe is, of Shane Taylor Promotions, and held the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Titles, the Big Bad Kaiju, O'Shea Edwards. Hey, what's going on, buddy? What's up, my friend? How are you this fine evening? Man, I can't complain, man. Just trying to stay warm the best I can. It's getting cold outside. I know. I'm up here in Toronto. I don't know whereabouts you are, so I don't know if it's just as cold for you as it is up here for me. So I, I understand. <laughs> no, I'm, I actually live in Maryland, but I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia. So oh, like, shit. It's, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it, no matter, I've been here for about three years now, going okay. on four, and it's always just a, 
like it's a, you never get used to it, man. I'm just like, God, it's cold outside. Okay, so you but just I, lo- I like I like being up north though. It's fun. It is. I I admit it is good, and it's good to see the seasons change over. But I gotta know now. I always grew up in this climate, obviously. Now, for you coming into this climate as a driver, how do you drive in the snow when it does snow? Uh, man, here's the thing. I'm I, very slowly, very <laughs> carefully, um, and really, it's a, usually a out of bulls that's like anticipating what's going on. Okay. Um, if you kind of keep a just a good distance ahead of you in terms of what's happening, sure. Like it's easy. Um, the job I had lived back in Atlanta required me to drive a lot, and I was driving like big trucks. Sure. So I always had to like look at like the third car in front of me. And by the time he starts braking, I'm already braking. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Well, one thing I, I want to know too is before we get into the whole wrestling, because I'm a huge football fan myself. Not college per se, but you did play college football. Was it in Atlanta, mm-hmm. or did you go out of Georgia to play football? Uh, no, I played uh, Division Two, um, University of West Georgia. Okay. Um, I was an offensive lineman over there. I played just pretty much one of those three positions. Uh, you know that I got, I got moved to quite a bit. So, um, you know, I still I still love football. Um, I'm a better wrestler than I was football player. Okay, fair. Um, that's fair. <laughs> um, but um, but like I I I've gotten smarter in terms of how the game's played, and it's fun to like watch and know what's going on. Ah. The, there's like I know soccer is considered a beautiful game, and it is. Like it really, really is. But right. man, there's something about like if you've been down there and you know what's going on and how people move and some of the calls getting made. Like it's it makes the game a little bit more um, interesting, you know, because you're like, oh, this is coming, oh, this is coming, and sometimes you get it right. And you're like, yeah, I still got it. <laughs> now, does that go for the same as wrestling? Uh, like, were you a fan before, and when you watched it, did you have a different impression once you were actually in the business? Yeah, man, I was a fan of wrestling before I was a fan of football. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, I got started wrestling. I got started, I'm a big fan of wrestling since I was eight. I was like eight years okay. old. Um, and then I started getting into football even more. Because at the time, it was easier for me to become a football player than I was a wrestler. Sure. Especially at, you know, like eight, nine, ten years old. You know, I was of like, course. what do you want to do? Pro wrestle. How about football? <laughs> okay, we'll do that. Um, so, you know, um, watching wrestling now, it's... I'll be frank. I barely watch wrestling now. I really, really do. Right. Um, and I and it's a it's a blessing and a curse um, because it's just it's just one of those things where like I know the gag. <laughs> you gotcha. Know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like I know the rabbits in the hat. Like I know the rabbits in the hat. I, I'll refuse to like spoil it for people. Sure. Um, and if I'm with a group of people, like I'll watch it. But like, you gotta really give me something. I don't want to say that's something I've never seen before, but you really got to give me something to like for me to get me invested in it because I'm in the middle of it myself. So, you know, I'm like, hey, Mickey, you watch this? I'm like, why am I watching it? Like, just to watch it? Mm. Now, I got other stuff I could be doing right now. But if you gave me like a promo, if you gave me a VTR, if you gave me like a real good story leading up to it, Mm -hmm. like, then all right, cool, man. I'll watch this. Like, this is good. No, no doubt, of course. And, okay, so you did football in college. Did you dabble in wrestling in college, or was it just pro wrestling afterwards? It was, no, actually, man, there was a real long gap between college football and wrestling. Oh, Um, okay. Yeah, real long gap. Um, I actually started wrestling when I was 30. Um, I'm 38 now. Okay. Um, So my career, while when you look at everybody else, isn't like that long, um, man, I had, my learning curve was steep because I knew my window wasn't very big. Mm. Um, so I had to learn on the fly, on the go, on the job, 
all the time. Right. And for the first like three, four years, that's all I did was just engross myself in like so much wrestling because I just want to learn and I just want to learn. And I knew that while I'm, I'll never be the most athletic guy, you like, sure. never see me like jump out <laughs> of the ring ever. Um, but at the same time, it's one of those things where like, if, you know, I can still carve my own niche out in wrestling where I may not do this, that, and the other, but I do this, this, and this. And what I do, I do it very, very well. Yeah, and like I always say, you need a little bit of everything in wrestling. You can't have all high flyers. You can't have all big men. It's it's the mixture that makes everyone want to watch it, at least in my opinion. Because I don't mm-hmm. want – and if you want to just watch one type of wrestling, there's shows for that too, right? Of course. But wrestling – I tell people, Tom, wrestling, as much as wrestling isn't for everybody, right. uh, wrestling, <laughs> is, wrestling is for everybody. If you want comedy, that stuff's out there. You want pure wrestling, that stuff's out there. Deathmatch wrestling, um, all-female wrestling, it's out there. Intergender yeah. stuff is out there. And if you want sports entertainment, guess what? That's out there too. <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to like it all, and that's okay. So why the big gap in between, and why did you want to become a wrestler at age 30? Uh, well, because uh, by that point in time, I joined the fire department. Oh, there um, you go. I joined the fire department right out of college. Okay. Um, I gave college about three good seasons, and then realized, man, I ain't going pro, and I was definitely failing. I'm like, <laughs> I got to get out of here. Sure. Um, and, it, and it wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, I went to college because everyone said, that's what you do next at okay. the time. And, that's, and they said, I could play football. So I was like, yeah, sure. Believe it or not, man, before I joined the fire department, I wanted to join the Marines. Um, oh, wow. But they said I was too big. Shut um, up. Yeah, man, coming out of college football, I was about like 300 pounds. Okay. Um, but I, I was just like, just like 300 pounds. Right, exactly. But but no matter, I don't care if you're a sloppy 300 pounds or a good 300 pounds. Right. Brother, 300 pounds, 300 pounds. I and, guess, yeah. You know, there's not a waiver big enough in the world to like let that slide <laughs> on through, you know. Um, but, okay. the, um, but the fire department said yes first. Okay. Um, and so I was able to trim down all that good stuff, man. Like right now I sit like at 280 and I feel great. Um, but no, I spent a good man, 15 years, 15 years in the fire department. Wow. Um, I tell people all the time, man, best job I ever had. Best job really? I, I ever had. Best job I ever had. Oh my God. I love it. I in in terms of what? Just so the much. adrenaline, the ability of helping every, people? Man, every, every man, there's something great about serving something bigger than you. Ah, okay. You know, um, and it's, I all I've ever known was like a team. You know, I played Little League football, baseball. I can't play basketball, so I never, like, <laughs> I'm not doing that. But sure. I always come from a team. Okay. Everything was a team. Team, 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 team. I got drilled into my head. Wow. And at the fire, outside of the military, man, and not really outside of the police department, man, the fire department is like the biggest team sport, you know, that you're ever going to like get because it's when I tell people, brother, you play for high stakes. You know, um, my station was nine guys deep. And it was, yo, we all show up at shift starts at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. We're going to bust our ass for 24 hours. And at 7 a.m. the next day, we're all going home. And that was the deal. Right. That was a deal. It was like, That's hey, awesome. man, you don't get hurt. Yeah, you don't get, you don't die. Right. Uh, just don't die. You can wreck whatever you want to. Just yeah, yeah. don't die. <laughs> just do not die. Um, but no, man, it was great. The, the fire department gave me so much. Um, nice. And that I just that I just never really thought about until um, until I got like I said, until I finally left. Like the fire department helped me become a man. Mm. Fire department helped me become a man. Okay. Um, because like I said, I came in at twenty. Man, I was a kid. I was yeah, a kid, no and I let I left as a grown. I left as an adult. I left <laughs> as a grown man. Um, 
And those guys, like, I love, and that's the first time where I can actually say outside of my family there are people to fire up on that I actually love. Right. Um, they're my best friends to this day. Like, we, get, I can pick, pick up the phone, he'll pick up, and we'll pick up where we just left <laughs> off like a year ago. Awesome. It's no big deal. Um, but then I started wrestling, and I was doing both. Oh, um, okay. So I was doing the fire department, yeah. and I was wrestling. And there's a few pictures of me floating around, like baby face, just no, no goatee, no beard, no nothing, just baby face, man. Oh my god, that kid, that kid is rough. Um, okay, I gotta know this. Please don't tell me you didn't start off with like a fireman gimmick, did you? No. Okay, okay, no, good. Because no, no, no. <laughs> that would have been uh, a little too much then. No, no, no. I, <laughs> okay. I kept, uh, I, I kept those two worlds as part. Okay, okay, good, good. Part. I still do this day. I, I have a personal life and I have a you know professional life, and I make sure the two. Very rarely touch. Right. Um, you know, but no, as I, I, I started training though at 30 okay. on a really on a gag. Oh. Really on a gag. Um, I saw it. Well, actually, about that time, I was kind of my, my fandom was waning a little bit. Okay. It was kind of like the ruthless aggression era in WWE. Oh. At the time, that's all, I, that's all I knew. Gotcha. That, that's all I knew. I, I didn't know the, the indies really even existed. Oh. To, to, to the extent that it does. Like, I didn't right. know that at the time. Um, and so, um, Johnny Swinger, man, um, from ECW, WC, he's on Impact now. Yeah, he's on um, Impact. I love the guy. Yeah, that's why I have his number on my phone. Um, that's awesome. He ran a, uh, a two, like, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. He had a, he had an open ring um, that he leased out from somebody else and for 20 bucks. <laughs> And for like two and a half hours or until you get tired, hey, man, let's just learn how to wrestle. Wow. And I couldn't beat it. I was like, yeah, I don't have to blow $3,000 to right? learn something that I'm, I might not want to do. Um, I'll, I'll blow 40 bucks a week. Sure. Why not? Exactly. And and so um, I for like six months, man, I showed up every day. <laughs> like every two days a week, I was there. Um, And uh, he was just like, you know, you're pretty good at this i'm like man you know i don't know right. he's like have you have you ever been in a ring before i was like no is your box no i was like he goes well you have great body control i was like well i was offensive line he's like yeah they'll do it you know yeah. um i was able to do some shows you know just kind of figuring out how to you know work in front of a crowd right, right. and then i got i linked up with some of robert gibson's um kids and they asked me to come over there and um just because at the time, this is kind of what you had to do mm-hmm. um, before I went. I called Johnny, and I was like, hey, man, uh, Robert Gibson he asked me to train with him, and I just wanted to uh, ask if it was cool. And he immediately goes, please go do that. He goes, please go do that. Please. <laughs> awesome. You don't have to ask me. Please go do that. Right. He goes, yeah, I, I, I know, but I just I didn't want there to be like a thing. He's like, no, nah, he goes, that's stupid. That's <laughs> dumb. And he goes, just go do that. He right. goes, I, I taught you the basics. But um, and I gave you the you know the general building blocks, but Robert's going to fill in the gaps, mm. and he did. Robert filled in the gaps, and like the first day, Robert pulled me aside and said, "Hey, man, what do you want to do with this? Are you here just because it's fun, or you know, you're trying to make it go?" Right. And I just looked at him. I was like, "Robert, I want to be on TV," and he was like, "Okay, we'll see what we'll see what you got." Right. <laughs> and then we kind of took off from there. So, has your age ever been an issue or a discussion once, like when you're like talking to promoters or whatnot, when you were first coming in? No. Oh, okay. Because good. because it was one of those things of one they didn't ask, and I'm like, cool. Okay. Um, and and two, if it did have a discussion, it was never negatively. 
Um, well, at least they never said it to my face. Um, okay. The one thing I tell people all the time is, you guys need to understand, I was a professional well before the bell rang. That's true. Like I was, you know, and a lot of times, like, you get some of these people who kind of think, like, you know, they're, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, <laughs> man, listen, and two of you have st- stared death in the face. Oof. And when I mean stare death in the face, I mean stare him in the face, give him the finger, and walk off. Homie, there is nothing that anybody's hmm. ever going to tell me that's going to remotely make me feel bad about professional wrestling. You're just yeah. not. Um, because, like I said, I'm a professional. I'm an adult. Right. And, you know, <laughs> you talk to kids that way, you don't talk to grown people that way. That's true. You, you, you talk to the wrong grown-up, man, he'll put his hands on you. It's going to be some trouble. <laughs> well, not nowadays. Now no one ever wants to fight. Everything is behind words and, and their phones. But... No, no. I'll fight you. Oh, there you go. I'm I'll glad fight. there's still people like you in the world, though, because yeah, we need you. I'll, I'll fight. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you quick. I'll, say, I'll fight you. And, like, call the cops. I don't care. Like, call them. They're the only people who's going to stop me. Like, you right. know, call them. You're, you're going to need them, dude. Oh, my. Well, speaking of staring death in the face, I'm sure you've had a lot of close calls and all that in the fire department. And what I really want to know is, I'm sure you've also had some of the most dumbest calls where you just showed up. You're like, what the fuck is this? Why are you wasting my time? Is there anything that's like the most memorable that you ever got? <laughs> Believe it or not, in 15 years, it's only happened once. Okay. Cat in a tree. Shut up. An actual cat in a tree. Cat, Someone cat, did it. Cat in a tree. Oh, I swear fuck. to God. Cat in a tree. <laughs> Funny story ever. Um, I was oh. working at um, I was working at Peachtree CD Fire Department, Fayette County, Georgia. Okay. Um, it was a part-time gig. And so, basically, I'd work at Clayton County Fire Department for 24 hours. Right. I'd wake up, change, and then I would drive another 45 minutes yeah, yeah. to Peachtree City, and I'd work another 24-hour shift. Oh, my God. I'd go home for 24 hours, and then wake up and do it again. Wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was nuts. So, we're there, and we I'm riding on the ambulance that day, and we get a call for a person bit by a dog. Mm. But okay, so usually when that happens, you get an ambulance, you'll get a patrol car, okay. and then usually, the, nine times out of ten, animal control will show up. Oh, okay. Not, most times, everybody's like, all right, get the hell out of here, it's whatever, but <laughs> they just show up just in case something goes wrong. Right. So I open the door, I mean, you knock on the doors, nice, sweet old lady opens the door, and she goes, please help, my cat's in a tree. And I look at my partner, and we go, well, nah, like, dang. <laughs> You say that, and she just runs off. And we're like, "Ma'am, we're here because someone got bit by a dog." Yeah. She goes, "No, no, I wasn't bit by a dog. My cat bit me, but that's no big deal." Oh my god! And so we're like, "Is that the cat up the tree right now?" And she's like, "Yeah, ma'am, how'd the cat get in the tree?" Well, I was putting his harness on so I could take it to the vet, and I am okay. just like, "Okay, hold on, slow down, time out." harness right. on a cat there's so many questions that i have and i'm not getting enough answers but i am trying not to laugh <laughs> in this lady's face oh, man. It's, it's too good like this it's it's one of those i couldn't even write this right it was so i couldn't write this exactly so <laughs> she takes us outside oh, man. and sure as shit like it's a big oak tree right it had to be like i mean imagine one of the biggest oak trees you see in like in a like a neighborhood okay yeah, yeah. and sure enough like 20 feet in the air there's a cat wow. who's basically spread eagle gripping this tree no. for dear life oh, poor in, thing. This, in a harness right. with a leash dangling down. 
and I'm on an ambulance. I have nothing for this, so we have to call a fire engine. They come out and they're like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Hey, you guys may want to put on a coat, and, a coat and some gloves. There's a literally cat in the tree." Yeah. And they're like, and they look at me and go, "Nah." I'm like, "Yeah, wow. like you got to see it." And so now we're all trying not to laugh. Right. Like, this is <laughs> this is great. Too. This is this is great. Oh. So the guy on the back gets a ladder. He okay. extends it up and he climbs up. Yeah. But of course the tree's going straight up, so you know you have to kind of like put it at an angle and he climbs up. When right. he climbs up so far, he can he's like seeing the leash, and he looks at the leash, oh, no. looks at the cat, looks at the leash, looks at the cat, and just kind of goes yank. Oh, cat slides down maybe like three feet, but he okay. hangs on. Okay, okay, cool, right? And the fireman's like, "Well, I did it once and it worked." Oh no. Why not try it again? Okay. And honestly, at the time, I couldn't even really fault that type of logic. Like, sure. yeah, it worked once. Oh, man. Why not? Yeah. So he looks at the leash, looks at the cat, <laughs> looks at the leash, looks at the cat, oh. and just goes, again. this time the cat goes, Jesus, take the wheel, and just let's go. Okay. Um, and this cat free falls. <laughs> just... Wow! The entire time. Oh no! It's it's, it's mid fall. Okay. So there's all these leaves oh. right by the base of the tree. Okay. And all you hear is followed by as it hits oh. the, the all the leaves and bolts. Okay. Just gone. Well, good to go. And the cat's name's Magic, and the only reason why I know is because she starts crying. Oh no, my magic! Please catch my magic! Oh my and I, God. at this point, I've had enough. <laughs> I just leave. I leave. I can't do this anymore. It's me, my captain, and another police officer, and we're right. on the side of this lady's house in tears. We're leaning oh. on each other, just laughing, oh, just so hard. You felt bad for the lady, but the whole time, you're just like, this right. is of not happening. So, of course, <laughs> as this is going on, the radio keeps going off, like, okay. what is going on? Why is this all this chatter? We get back to the station, it's like, yeah. was there really a cat in the tree? And everyone goes, you're not going to believe this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I didn't really think it actually happened, but in your case, it happened. Oh 15, my! Look man, at that. Fifteen years. It's happened once. Wow! Crazy. Look at that. So, hey, you know what? Some things aren't old wives' tales, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> Sometimes they. Well, the, the, the thing is, the fire department will always do what the police want. Ah, okay, gotcha. You know, police ain't going to tree, but oh, the of fire course. Department will. <laughs> the fire department will. Oh my goodness. Okay, so back to the training and back to the wrestling then quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You have the moniker Big Bad Kaiju. What's that all about? You come out with a mask. What's this whole persona? Is again, I'm assuming it has to do with the Japanese folklore of all the monsters and stuff like that. Yeah, so I have a just a soft spot for damn near anything Japanese. Ah, I just do. Okay. Um, I got a chance to go on vacation uh, about like five years ago and just like left my heart over there. Okay. It was such a it was such a trip. Um, kaiju is a movie genre. Mm-hmm. Um, think of, like I said, Godzilla, King Kong, all that good stuff. Pacific Rim, um, yep. for those who don't watch Godzilla, um, Kaiju tr- roughly translates, translates into, um, big and strange monster. Mm. Um, the beauty of that translation is the fact that it's so, um, it's so simple. It can be 
anything. You know, um, kaiju's are monsters. What's her, what? What's monsters? Um, people say like, uh, you know, oh, uh, Bigfoot, right. Jason, yeah. you know, Michael Myers. Those are considered monsters, you know. So it's not we have to be like these eighty feet, hundred feet giants. Sometimes a monster is exactly that. Right. Um, and then you know, just getting a chance to like explore into you know everything else that that kind of goes into. Um, I come to the ring with the Shaolin um, warrior beads on all the time. Um, the whole thing behind that is because the saying is, I'd rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener on a battlefield. Um, a warrior only knows peace through one way violence. It's the only way you get peace. Sometimes you just got to beat it into somebody. (laughs) And so like, that's, that's kind of the thing of when I come to the ring is like, yo, I was at peace and you're threatening my peace. Cool. I'm going to beat you up so bad that you don't want to fight me anymore. And guess what I get? I get my peace back. Right. And, you know, it's a level of nuance that I get to play with all, all the time, um, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to interests, music and, and, you know, attire and all that good stuff. And so it becomes its own little thing after a while. So when did you start integrating the whole mask into your intro? Uh, when I hit Ring of Honor. Ah, really? Okay. <laughs> when I when I hit Ring of Honor, um, I use it on the indies a little bit. I, okay. It's really just a, like a, I call them testing tunes, mm. where I do shows where I kind of see how things work and see how things get over with a certain crowd and all that good stuff, and I watch it again and again and again. Like I, I will sit there and dissect everything entrances, crowd reactions, commentary, the whole time. I, I dissect it and I and I. And I just tweak and I tweak and I tweak until I find it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the mask, and not to mention the mask was the one thing that really wasn't being done in Ring of Honor to that extent. And I wanted to do something that was just jailing me. Um, right. Something that no one else had, something that no one else was doing, um, was making the entrance into its thing. And I have so much more fun with that because wrestling's easy. The pageantry <laughs> is where it's at. <laughs> No, I agree too. It's so, and that's how you stand out. Because again, nowadays, like back in the day, yeah, you could be like a good technical wrestler and you stand out. But now, in today's market, it's like, oh my god, there's a good wrestler every around the corner. How, it's true. How do you stand out? And it, it's a, it's the pageantry. It's a flat circle. It's a flat circle, man. It's a it's a flat circle where it just the you know the the day of the professional wrestler a few years ago was great. Everybody was a professional. I'm a professional wrestler, <laughs> right? But, but then after a while, everyone's a professional wrestler, right? <laughs> All right, man. Cool. You have a real mean arm drag, <laughs> you know. So the and so slowly, like the the dawn of the character starting to like poke its way through like the cracks here, here and there sure. amongst the sea of professional wrestlers. Now, would you ever wrestle under that mask? No. No. Have you tried? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so you, it's not for it's you, not eh? Fun. It's not fun. It's not fun. Well, a lot of times too, like um. You know, facials are everything. Mm. Your facial expressions are everything. Right. You know, and I, I enjoy that. I never want to take that away. No, that makes sense. And that's why people who do do it and have a mask and still could portray that. Wow. Hats off to right. Them. Hats off to exactly. Them. That's, a, that's a level of dedication. If I'm going to wrestle to wear a mask, like I need, I should have been doing that day one. Because if that was the case, no one would, nobody would ever see this. Ah, that's true. Yeah, because what is the point? It's so true. Because then eventually you want it to be a big reveal and a big payoff. It in becomes the end, a right? thing. It, it becomes a thing. I would never let anybody. Ah, this. good point. Good point. Okay, well, you brought it up. Ring of Honor, the whole mask thing. So, how did it happen? How did you get signed to Ring of Honor? Did you approach them? Did were you on their radar? Um. So in twenty sixteen, I was 
like two less. I was training, or still training, but like I, did, I was like a year on doing shows already. They held a um, okay. like a little combine tryout camp, whatever you want to call it, um, in Bristol, Pennsylvania. Mm. Um, they moved since, since then. Cheeseburger actually bought the place. He runs his, oh. his place out of there. Okay. Um, Worldwide Dojo. Anybody who's close, like check him out. That that man's got a. The man loves to teach, and he's good at it. Mm. He's really good at it. So shouts out to him. Um, and I, I still just remember who I was in the room with and it just, it blew my mind up where half these guys are now. Um, like Brian Malonis, oh, wow. um, okay. John Silver, Alex Reynolds, nice. um, Karen Q, mm. um, uh, oh my God, uh, MJ Jenkins, um, Josh Woods, just I mean, just name a few. Like oh, I was in the room. Yeah, that's a good. And, class. and actually, and actually, uh, QT Marshall. Like I was in the oh, room even better. with like <laughs> I was in the room with like dogs, right. just dogs. That's crazy. And it it was the first time where I remember like walking to a room and like I think I made a grave mistake. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I made a mistake. Right. Um. But I'm already here. I already bought my money. I already got my money, so it's whatever. Okay. And just I just kind of gave them two days of just like the best at the time that I had. Right. Um. They were very surprised the fact that I came that far in a span of like a year. And they even said it's like, hey man, you whatever you're doing, keep it up. You just got to start wrestling people better than you. Mm-hmm. Um. So they didn't give me a no. They gave me a not yet. Okay. So it's like, hey man, not yet. You just got to cook some more. Sure. And so um, I came back home. And for the two years, just on a grind that was just unbelievable at the time. Okay, I was doing three day loops, like three, like four different states mm. in the span of like three days, um, just hitting them, just getting a man, getting a man, getting a man, and and really at that time, I wasn't even trying to make money. It was just like I needed the reps because mm. I'm on a accelerated course. Like I said, my window is closing, and every time I look right. at it, it just it just seems like it's just getting faster for find slam shut and i'm just trying to be on the other side of this window. yeah yeah of um, course and so um 2018 comes around they do it again this time they you know they move there now they're in baltimore um and now i'm in the room with i thought i was in the room with dogs now mm. i'm in the room with like giants you oh, know um, even worse even like at the time it was like um like Preston vance uh oh. uh, uh um Primal Fear, Alan Angels, mm. um, Khan and Moses were there. Oh, even better. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot of a lot of cats, man. And um, nice. and I just remember going up there and just kind of looking around, and I just started like laughing to myself because I'm like, hey, you guys came up here for the experience. Right. I came up here for a job. Ah. Like you guys don't understand, I came here for a job. And so. Um, Gave them two good days, man. They let me do uh, Future of Honor. So that was my first, like, appearance there. So that okay. was great. Um, after the match, they pulled me aside. He goes, hey, man, we would love you came up here and train with us. He goes, I can't say there's money right now, but if you yeah. just hang in there with us, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Right. And that's what I did. I, just, I left the fire department. I got another job, sold the house, oh, and wow. I just dipped. Okay. I just took a chance on myself, and right. I, I dipped, and I moved to Maryland. Um, that was a scary time because I was, like, in uncharted waters. Like, exactly. okay, man, never once have I ever had to start over again mm. to this extent. You know, I had a career. And I said, nah, I'm not. Right? You know, and I, I dipped. Um, Crazy. I spent a good, like, year and a half just grinding with Ring of Honor, training three, four days a week, mm. doing ring crew, still keeping a full calendar, doing bookings, 
And at the end of 2020, in the midst of a pandemic, they're like, hey, man, they told me in October, it's like, hey, man, you're up. Like, you're up. Right. And um, so me and Sledge was another guy that came up there. We, they gave us the best of three matches. Mm-hmm. And um, the last match was wild because they gave us like 12 minutes. And I remember we were going, and uh, I keep looking at the ref, and I'm like, yo, ref, what is Tom? <laughs> and he's, like, he's like, I'm not getting nothing. I'm like, all right, man. So we keep going. Wow. I'm like, yo, that. ref, what is time, dude? Like, right. What are we doing? What is time? And he's like, yo, they're not giving me anything. I'm <laughs> freaking out. I'm like, yo, do not get me fired, man. Please don't get me fired. Right. Um, we end up going like 22 minutes. Shut up. And Holy 22 in wow. an empty, in an empty, in an empty arena, man. We go Even 22. That's no hard. disqualification. We yeah. go 22 minutes. And um, Delirious at the time, who was producing, he right. finds us, and I go, oh, shit. <laughs> Like, we're fired, bro. Right. We're so fired, man. <laughs> we're so... This has been fun. I'm glad I got my matches in, man. This has been fun. He comes up and he goes, yo, that was the best thing I've ever seen. He goes, that was the match of the day. Look at that. Because that was the match of the entire... And we were, we, everybody wrestled, like, all day. He goes, that right. was the match of the day. And I was like, yo, how how bad did we go over? He goes, you guys went 22 minutes. And I usually want me to kind of go, oh. <laughs> I go, dude, I am so sorry. Yeah. And he, he was like, no, no, no. I did that on purpose. He goes, you needed every stitch of that 22 minutes to tell the story. And I'm so glad you guys did it. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Shortly thereafter that, I'm on the paper. Look at that. So how how did it all come together with uh, Shane Taylor promotions? Um, well, Shane, apparently, apparently Shane has on me uh, the first time he saw me at the dojo. Oh, okay. Um, and so he asked around, but he didn't, he never like, like got me hip to it, but we, we were cool. Cause like I said, we were, like, we're adults, so we can just kind of talk, yeah. you know, it's no big deal. Um, and it was one of the things like, even we still, like I said, we still talk now. It was one of the things where we just kind of gelled. And so once everything went down, he's like, Hey man, cool. Now it's, you know, now you're in. You know, you finally got on paper. That's what we're waiting for. Yeah. It's not year end. So they, they gave us some segments with that. They gave us some on-air stuff. And then it was kind of off and running from there. Oh, that's crazy. And, okay, so obviously, you guys, like you said, ran with it. You guys had a great thing going. It's still going now in the new mm-hmm. Ring of Honor. So what was going through your mind when Ring of Honor was sold to Tony Khan? Did you know anything? Did you Were you like, oh, that's it, I'm done? Or were you confident you were coming back? Um... I I I like this. I was I wasn't surprised, but I oh, wasn't okay. like I wouldn't say I saw it coming, mm-hmm. but I kind of saw it coming. Um, like I said, we got all got told on a phone call. That was pretty much like a, 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 a Zoom call, you know, those wow. infamous Zoom calls. That's how we all got told. Mm. Um, it, it, it really took the wind out of my sails initially just because I worked so hard to get there and right. I talked a lot of shit. <laughs> a lot of shit. Um, and I, I was doing it to hold myself accountable. Like, like I'm going to talk all this shit to you guys right now because I'm going to make it to a point where you have no choice but you got to put me on TV. Mm. And they did. And, and, that, and that was that was the whole goal. And then I finally got it and then it was like, hey, you know, I hope you enjoyed your stay but we're taking it from you. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I said, I'm a professional, so it, you know I'm like, all right, cool. Well, back to the grind. I never stopped grinding, so back to that. And then really just had to change the the trajectory of where I want to go next. Um, 
while still kind of like, you know, keeping in shape, keeping relevant, doing this, that, other, you know, working, paying the bills, doing this, that, and the other. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to see Ring of Honor back up again. I, I watched a pay-per-view uh, the other week, and mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, it just really proved what the rest of us already knew, that Ring of Honor has been and always will be viable as a wrestling promotion. Yep. It's just one of the things that once the – once the people who aren't on train finally figure it out and know what to do with it, it you know it's great. You know, it's like give us we all we ever wanted was give us the opportunity to perform, mm-hmm. and we will show you that we can do it. You know, stop putting us on at two o'clock in the morning in Sheboygan, right? You know, like give us give us a legitimate time slot so we can actually like know what's going on. I agree. So many people ask me, "Hey man, when are you going to show up on Ring of Fire TV?" And I'm like, "I don't know. That's a great question." <laughs> <laughs> You know, and it sucked. Exactly, it sucked. It's it sucked not knowing, um, but to see it now and to, to see it thriving the way it is, it kind of was such a great reception, man. Such a great reception. Um, like I said, it was one of the things. I'm like, good, man. I'm I'm happy um, because it's another avenue for everyone else to thrive. Yeah, no kidding. And, and now you you said it after Ring of Honor, you have to still go out there and do your thing. One of the things you went international, you wrestled for <clears throat> WXW. One of the biggest European promotions and uh, one of my favorite promotions out there in Europe. How was your experience out there and how did you connect with them? Man, I, I wish I was still there. Really? <laughs> so much fun. Oh. I wish I was still there. It's okay, great. okay. They don't get a lot of they don't get a lot of independent shows like we like to the abundance that we do. <clears throat> That's true. Um so anytime this happens and then especially when you realize what WXW is like building, you know, it's like, yeah, if you want to be on a show that's the show. Yep. Um, and so they put a kind of a thing out there of just like, hey, you want to get some people that never really got a chance to get international, okay. like, you know, go put in for it. So um, me and then my buddy down south, Jay Newman, we kind of was like, yo, man, let's go for it. Let's see what happens. And sure enough, like, he ends up texting me. He goes, please check. He's like, did you check your email yet? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then I was like, did you get in? And he was like, I got in, buddy. <laughs> and uh, I showed him check mine. And then there it was. It was right there waiting for me. Oh, that's awesome. So did you wrestle in actual Germany or was it in other parts yeah, of Europe? Okay. Yeah, no, we, we, we actually wrestled in Oberhausen. Uh, um, it was great, man. The people are awesome. They, 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 they're invested um, right? in they're wrestling. They're crazy fans, yeah. They're, they're invested in wrestling. And, man, you give them a good story, and they're in, dude. And I loved it. Uh, the production was amazing. Mm. Um, the venue was amazing. Right. Um, they, they, it was humbling to realized how many countries got represented and how many fans from different countries came in right because i had people from <clears throat> england germany spain france sweden mm. like yo we've seen your stuff on youtube we've seen your stuff here we were so excited to see you and i'm just humbled i was like dude i'm just a southern boy from georgia <laughs> just trying not to screw up right and all, all this and i didn't i never realized that like it got that the reach was that big. Like I said, it was humbling. It still is. I, I still sometimes have to like, you know, I did that. That's cool. No, and it's so weird that, because I had uh, Axel Tischer on a, a few weeks ago, and we touched on this where Germany is such a big wrestling hub, but there was only been two champions in the WWE that were German. Like, how is that even possible? Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. even as a kid, I remember every time they do the European tours, it would always show That's stuff right. from Germany. Like, you know what I mean? And it was like, oh, and the fans are always crazy. And yeah, and WXW is awesome. They even travel all the way around the world. They they did an independent show here in Toronto. Yeah, with Smash. Yeah, with Smash. Yeah. That was awesome. I was there live for that. It's going to be on the WWE Network if people want to check it out. Great show. So if you want to check out what WXW has to offer. But if anyone wants to see, yeah, it's 
it's sort of, I don't want to say it's Ring of Honor of Europe because I hate doing that, but they, they're a bit higher production than an indie show. You know what I mean? It has that vibe. It has, it has that, it has that, that, that vibe of a well produced, you know, subsidiary. You right. Know? Oh, by the way, Smash Wrestling, dude, call me. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but no, man, WWE was great, man. It, it was, that is a top shelf promotion, like top to bottom. Right. Um, it's it, it, and, I, and I even told him I was like, yo, it remind it felt like Ring of Honor, just being there. It felt like Ring of Honor, just being there, man. Um, I like I, said, I was there for the World Tag League, which was amazing. That was mm. so cool. That was so cool imagine. to see. I'm so glad I was able to be a part of that. And you also came up here to Winnipeg, oddly enough. But you were smart. You went in August. You decided not to come in the winter. So <laughs> <laughs> I still here's the thing, man. I still would have came. Would you have? Oh, okay. I still would have came. I still would have came. I. I I love wrestling. Okay. I love wrestling. I want to wrestle everywhere. <clears throat> no, that's a great point. And did you enjoy your experience? Was this your first time in Canada altogether? Or? Um, first, can- first time in Canada wrestling. Oh, I've okay. been to Toronto before. I was in Toronto about two years ago. Oh, okay. Like, vacation. Just kind of drove up. It's sure. like a five-hour drive from Baltimore. So I was like, I'm sorry, six hours. True. It's five hours of Buffalo. And I just kind of, just, you know. Just right there, yeah. You know, just, and had it, just kind of took it in. Spent like a, a long weekend. Had, had a great time. I can't wait to come back. I, I, there's stuff I missed. And I, I just want to see it again. No, obviously it's, it's so hard to do like these big type of metropolises in like one or two days, or yeah, you know, yeah. you got to spend a whole week or even two sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay, you said it. You like to travel to go around all these countries. What's your bucket list top three? Obviously, Japan. You want to wrestle for sure, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, believe it or not, man, I want to do a UK tour. I want to do UK. Mm. I want to do Progress. I want to do ICW. Um, Fantastic. You know, TNT, like all mm. those, you know, all those. I want, I want to do them all. Um, I'd love to do a European tour. I want to come back to Germany, but I want to see everywhere else. Right. You know, I want to, I want to wrestle, uh, you know, Spain. I want to wrestle Italy. Actually, I just want to take it around, you know. I believe it or not, too. Man, I would love to go to Mexico. Oh, love to go that's to a good one. I I am not a luchador, and that's why I want to go. Because right. I'm like, hey, like, yo, man, what's up? Like, I can still move with the best of them, but yeah, I'm like, yeah. I just want to bring my brand of just like heavyweight Smash Mouth. Like, yo, I don't fly. I just run through people like type wrestling, and then see what we come up with. No, that's awesome, and yeah, I could in all those circumstances, like. Again, who doesn't want to see, like yourself, a big man taking on all the high flyers? Like, it would be such a good base for everything and the storytelling these guys could accomplish. And it would just, oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. And that's something that no one would think of, right? Yeah, that's why I, lo- I love giving, you know, a crowd something that's going to be different. You know, like, I don't care, you know, what the main event is, you know, at the same, at the end of the day, you know, they're going to remember me. That's what I want. Like, I'm not going to try to steal the show. I'm going to, you know, I operate where I am on the card, but I bet your money they will be talking about me. Yeah, and uh, another promotion that's totally different from all the other ones that just stands out for everything they do is GCW, and you were a part of For the Culture again earlier this year, speaking of mm-hmm. w- with Shane Taylor. How was all that experience? Yeah, man, this, so this is my second one. Um, second mm-hmm. one. Um, man, it's fun. GCW, like I said, For the Culture is a, is a great show. It shows that, like, you know, in, in reference to, like, black wrestling, black wrestlers, like, we are just as talented as everybody else. We, are, we can draw just as much as everybody else. If We're not just better. entertaining. It, yeah, yeah <laughs> than, than anybody else, you know. And while we, you know, appreciate, you know, the, the stage that we get, 
it's one of those is like, hey, don't forget though, we're more than just like one show a year. Of course, you know, like we we, we deserve to be everywhere too. Yeah. So, to, but but the fact that we're able to get that stage is like, yo, cool. We're appreciative. Of, all right, cool. Now let's go show out. Let's go show our whole ass, and then let's go <laughs> make this money. <laughs> Yeah, and well, again, speaking of GCW, they're known for their infamous death matches. Have you ever been yourself in one of a death match? No, and I, I don't plan on. Being no, one you, you don't want it. Either. Not even once. Nothing. Not even you. One, you one, you gotta tell one. <laughs> hell of a story for us to get there. Okay. Hell of a story for us to get there. I'm not doing that shit just to do it, nah, brother. It's re. No, I'm done. I'm done. Done after that. Are you a fan of though of watching it and uh, even as a younger watching ECW or anything? No, I I loved ECW. Okay, um, but I was never a fan of the deathmatch stuff. Oh, At least okay. when it came to ECW, when it got to that extent, like there was a build to it. There was a reason why we we're going to do a scaffold match. Mm. There was a reason why I'm That's jumping true. off this balcony onto three tables. I'm setting on fire. There's a reason why I'm trying to do it. Um, there's a story behind it. Uh, believe it or not, I told somebody before, it's like, I think that at the time, ECW had some of the best vignettes in the game. You know? Yep, um, sure did. Especially when it came down to like the Taz and Shane Douglas feud. Uh, mm. the, uh, Taz and Justin Credible. Uh, RVD Sabu. Sabu Taz when he broke his neck. Like Bam Bam Bigelow Taz. Like stuff like that. Like I still remember. Raven Tommy. Some of the that's best, my favorite. Yeah, even Tommy. Some of the best matches I remember. I still yeah. watch to this day is Mike Awesome. And um, oh, oh my one. God, I'm drawing a blank. Tanaka? Thank you. Oh my God, I can't <laughs> believe I should do that blank. Because I just run the match in my head. No, I know. That match. Which one? They had so many, though. The third one, the third one was bananas. Okay. The third one was bananas. Yeah, that was. Um, but then even still, like, Mike, Mike Awesome, Spike Dudley. I thought right? was absolutely amazing. Watching a man That's get true. his ass kicked, but he keeps getting up. And I'm like, you can't help but cheer for that guy. I know. But when they, but when they did all the, when they did all the extra stuff, like, it made sense. You know why Mike awesome put Spike Dudley through four tables? Because if he didn't, if he put him through three, he's going to get, get up. up. Exactly. You get me invested in that, brother, we can blow the whole building down. I don't care. Like, whatever. <laughs> this is going to be fun. But, like, for me, if you want me to do it, you got to sell me first. Oh, God. Well, and, and you know what? It is true. Because especially when, like you said, when you started falling off from watching wrestling, it's not that I fell off, but that's when I started it, noticing being monotonous where it's like they're just doing stuff to do stuff. There was no meaning anymore. And everything, speaking of scripted, it was literally cookie cutter scripted. Every Like same segments every single week, same thing. Start off in the ring talking, match, start off this. Oh, it turns into a tag team match, so forth and so on, right? Rinse, repeat, as they say. But now I find out, I don't know, to me that we, I think we're living in sort of a golden age of wrestling right now, to tell you the truth. I think we are too, but just because of the sheer abundance. That's the thing. Um, and just the, the, sheer, the sheer abundance of talent. And, right, the abundance of talent. And so everyone's real spoiled. Everybody's really spoiled. And good, and as, as they should be. As they should be. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of a golden age. And this is also coming out of a pandemic. That's you know? true too, right? That's also coming out of coming out of a pandemic. It's still going strong. And that's that, That's what you know. Like, rest is going to be here for a while. It is what you make of it. But, you know, you still got to, you know, Whatever you want, you just got to go there and go get it. No, it's so true. Okay, wrestling aside, talked enough about wrestling. I'm good. Okay, I'm good for this week. What was what has been the last good TV show that you actually watched? Because you say you don't watch wrestling, so what do you actually yeah. watch then? Um, I binge a lot of stuff now. Um, sure. The one show um, that we've been watching that we just finished, we're waiting for the new season. Billions. 
Oh, oh okay. Comes from shows. The billions is good. Man. Still, I fell off uh, after season three. I I, I tapped out. Oh, I couldn't man, do it, it anymore. It gets, it, Does it? Season five and six gets so good. Okay, well, maybe it I'll go back so, then. It's so it's so good. Um, my wife she loved House of Dragons, so she actually got a chance to binge all nine seasons. Eight what? Seasons, sorry, of Game of Thrones. Um, and she wow. loved it because good she could watch it without me. Um. So she can just sit and just binge it, yeah, yeah. And I could just I could just jump in whenever because I knew where we were. So I was like, oh, man, I remember this part, Let's yeah, do whatever. Um, so we got a few other shows on deck that she has to watch that I've kind of already seen, but now it's just the ones that we watch together. We're just waiting for those right now. Billions is one we really like a lot. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what was the last good one. I there's been so many. Like I'm trying to think of like the best of like of this year, like. Succession was huge. Like I, I love that. Euphoria was I, good yeah, too. I gotta get, I gotta get Succession. I heard Euphoria was good. Too. Both of those are like anything HBO produces that's like in the drama realm is like top notch really all the good. time, man. You yeah, can't really like. Good. I know everyone's on the Netflix bandwagon, and but I still think a good HBO series it blows anything out of the water, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. Okay, how about movies? Are, are you a movie buff? Yeah, man, I'm a giant nerd, so I love oh, comic nice. books. So I'm big on I'm big on the MCU. I'm okay. super excited that James Gunn it went to DC, um, and they're going to reboot the whole thing. Right, God knows it needs it. Um, Black Adam was trash. Um, really? Oh, I have it on my trash. list. Okay, so I guess it's, I won't watch it then. You can, hey, hey, man. <laughs> here's the thing: like, get high, get high, and watch it. It's oh, that's not a problem. To, that's fine. But okay. it's, the, it's the it's the only way that movie's digestible. Really? It's getting high. Okay. Watching it sober, you just get mad. <laughs> okay, that means... It's so mad. I was, I'm so glad I didn't spend money on that. Oh, my God. I'm like, yo, this is garbage. This really? Is and they were actually on a little hot show. streak with, like, Peacemaker and Suicide Squad, and then they came out with this, right? Yeah, cause, because, because HBO did it. Ah, forgot HBO about that. HBO did it. That's right. H- See? The, the, the See? HBO did I wish I, I wish HBO would have done Black Adam. Black Adam didn't even you could have gave it a miniseries, it would have been fine. Right. It didn't need a movie. Okay. I, it's just, it's upsetting. That's how bad that movie is. I watched it just so I could make fun of it. <laughs> that's, that's all I end up doing. Um, but I I love, I, I can watch them all the time though, are the um, Ocean series, oh, Ocean trilogy. Really? I love, okay. I love a good heist film. Love a good heist film. Ah. One of my favorite, one of my cult classes, Snatch. Oh, my God. oh Snatch is classic, of course. That's Snatch and uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. That's good a good movie. one. How about uh, Italian Job? That was one of my favorites. Italian too. Job is good. Yeah. Um, um, there's another one, actually, with... Um, <sighs> he played James Bond. Oh, my God. Daniel Craig called uh, Cake. Oh, never that's heard of that one. one. It's that's it's another Guy Ritchie film, but it's a high school. Oh, it's really okay. Good. It's really good. Um, but like I said, I love, love the MCU. I'm excited for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, was right. not a big fan of Wakanda Forever. No, okay, I haven't watched it yet. It, don't get me wrong; like I'm glad it was good to watch, but right. I was just like, so the first yeah. one was better. First one was so much better. Oh, okay, okay, so much better, so okay. much better. I get the story they were trying to tell. I just, it just didn't, it didn't speak to me like the first one did. Um, and I know that may, I know that may be like unfair, uh, unfair um, analysis, but right. Still, I'm like, eh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was last. That was last movie I saw like in the theater. Oh, um, okay. But you know, we all have like our set list of movies that we can just. Oh, that's on. I'll watch this. Yeah, no, no kidding. Uh, did you watch the 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 Gal- Gardens of the Galaxy Christmas special? 
No, I didn't. That's the oh. one. I'm saving that. For, I'm saving that for Christmas. Oh, okay. For Christmas. Okay. No, I actually yeah. watched it the other day, and if you're a fan of it, it's okay. It's not the greatest That's, thing, but it's yeah, you'll like it. It'll, t- it'll tie you over to the third one comes out. You know what? And like I thought it was going to be a throwaway. I, I don't want to spoil it, but they do drop some nuggets in there. Like you know what I mean? Okay. So okay, yeah, pay cool. attention to some stuff, and obviously, right. always watch the end credits of course oh, right yeah <laughs> i'm most excited for um creed 3 i'm most huge oh oh so am i come on okay which one's your favorite it's, it's rocky 3 you know what i'm the same way because that's the first rocky i ever watched and i fell in love with it rocky rocky, th- rocky 3 is the best man everyone says and it's four but god no oh my god that, that propaganda get out of here yeah, that that propaganda that Cold War propaganda. That's hilarious. <laughs> I told somebody before, I was like, watch Rocky 3 again. Okay. Get out of your mind that Rocky's the good guy. Oh, good call. Get, get it out of your mind that Rocky's the good guy. Rocky's an ass. That entire fucking movie, Rocky's an asshole. Of course. And while you may want to hate Clubber Lang, I was like, Clubber Lang's a lot of things. He ain't a liar. He said he was going to kick your ass. <laughs> he, and he beat your ass in three. Right. You know, he... he Whooped you in three because he caught you slap. He caught you sleeping. Right. And you thought you had it made in the shade, and you got called out. Um, I love it. I, I honestly, I told somebody before. If you know what a wrestling, uh, the basic format of a wrestling match, go watch Rocky and tell me that thing don't go verbatim like a wrestling match. Ah. It'll, it'll, it'll blow your mind. Well, it makes sense. At the time, yeah. Stallone was a huge wrestling fan, and obviously Hogan being in the movie too and all that, right? That mm-hmm. also helped mm-hmm. out. But yeah, it's so like, true. It, I was like, if you if you know the format of a wrestling match, watch the watch the last match of a Rocky movie, right? Even even Creed, yep. And tell me that thing doesn't follow the basic match psychology, word for word, mm. regardless of the finish, regardless of the finish, right. word for word. It's a wrestling match. Like you people, people wonder how you can script those out. I'm like, because they're wrestling fans, <laughs> right? I, I could write a, I could script out a boxing match. Yeah, it's no problem. Right, right. Who, who's winning? Not a problem. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> right? No kidding. So, so, so you are a fan uh, of the reboot with Creed? Then? Oh my God, yes. It's good. Yes. Yeah, it is good. So good, so good. I agree. The third was going to be nice. I'm, I'm glad they didn't go with Clever Line. I'm kind of glad they didn't, even though he deserves a rematch because he never got one. But that's right. here nor there. Well, and they still also have, again, you could go through the whole library. I think, what is it, uh, Tommy Gunn's son will probably make an appearance too. Watch, like, that'll be in part four. <laughs> that'll be good. Right? So there's going to be all kinds of stuff coming out. And who knows the other thing, because Apollo Creed was a playboy, right? So what if he has an, yeah. a legitimate son that comes yeah, out of the woodwork? Yeah, yeah come another one, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, Rocky for, it's Rocky for my generation, because when Rocky uh-huh. was coming out, I, I was way too, way, I wouldn't even think I was even around. Um, but even still, it's, it's, right. you know, TNT at the time was playing Rocky on a loop. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm like, cool. I got into Rocky, but I got into Creed. So I'm like, this is it. These are my movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I grew, I was still old enough to actually appreciate Rocky. But like I said, I started with Rocky three because obviously I was born in 79. So that's when the first one came out and two, I was still a baby. But then when three started hitting like TV, cause it would actually take like four or five years to get on TV back then. Mm-hmm. I was old enough, right? So I started with three. And then going back, I can't appreciate one and two because three yeah. is like one and two together, but better. Better, right, right. I can so, appreciate one and two because I saw three first. Yeah, exactly. But I still loved four, two, obviously. Like the whole, I know it's propaganda shit, but the whole montage, him yeah, training in the snow, like who, what? Like that hypes you up, man. 
who outruns a Mercedes? I don't count five. I thought five was garbage. Um, yeah, that was that was pushing it. Yeah, then you had Balboa, which is I, and I'm like, okay. That should have been five, actually, and then they should have ended it there. Yeah, Yeah, it should have been five, and you should have never done Tommy Gunn, but that's here, not there. Yeah, well, again, what can you do, right? Okay, how about one last thing before we wrap this up? Music interests, my friend. Man, my music interests, I got Jackson Pollock painting. Oh, okay. Um, I'm a big. I was always a big hip hop kid. Okay. Um, always, always will be. Um, but when I was born, like my mother was real big into like just like the '70s and the '80s. Okay. So like that's kind of the stuff that I kind of just grew up with, like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Sure. Um. Yeah, the Isley Brothers. Okay. You know all that good stuff. Right. Um. Casey, Casey, and the Sunshine Band, <laughs> and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um. And like, and like Roy Ayers, like that type of stuff. That okay. real funk soul type like vibe like i get i get in that like really heavy especially yeah. if i'm by myself and i'm chilling um but then like i have a you know i got a few country songs that i absolutely love i got a few rock songs that i absolutely love like old rock songs too mm. um like you give me some you give me some solid aerosmith you give me some solid rolling stones painted yeah, black yeah. like i'm like yo let's go boys <laughs> um <laughs> you know stuff like, and then like i said i have my hop in my 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 pop stuff big michael jackson fan there well, who wasn't? Like, come on. If, if you say you're not, you're lying. I'm sorry. It's because, you know, the whole thing is like either Michael Jackson or Prince. I'm like, why not both? Right? <laughs> but then lately, I've been kind of like um, some of the like 90s and 2000s like rap that I used to listen to. Um, I'm starting to find what they sampled that song from. Oh. And I'm starting to, and I'm, so now, I don't want to say I'm regressive, I'm kind of regressing just to right. move forward again. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm like the old, like old notorious uh, B.I.G. Oh, songs. I'm course. starting to find this, those samples. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is what this song is. <laughs> right? <laughs> so like, I just play it again. I'm like, oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get of it. Course. You know? And then of course, I just kind of go down that rabbit hole and then I start, it opens me up to a whole new genre of music that I never, before oh that's awesome okay how about this your workout music what do you prefer to listen to when you work out then oh man it's gotta be loud Loud, okay heavy and full of bass Ah. (laughs) full of bass and i don't really have that one song i listen to it's just usually how i'm kind of like feeling at the time i just know what it needs to be and usually when i hear it i'm like okay this is it and then i go for it nice well o'shea thanks for coming aboard my friend it's been a pleasure and an honor Plug your stuff, whatever you want to promote. Floor's all yours, socials, all that fun stuff, man. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Yo, so you can find me on my socials at um, Big Bad Kaiju. Um, it's there on Twitter. It's there on Instagram. Here after every single work. You can find me on Facebook if you want to, but I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to follow you. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> um, for for merch, it's whatamaneuver.net backslash O'Shea Edwards. Man, it has like my very first design that I drew from hand. Um, and up until today, man, you get to see a, a true uh, evolution of who I became as a character via T-shirts. And believe it or not, folks, I actually have more colors than black. You know, black, white, <laughs> gray, olive drab, yellow, red, whatever you want. You want a hoodie? I got you. You want a baseball tee? You want a onesie for your kid? Yo, what a maneuver. They got you. They got you. Great shipping. Good people. Come on. Don't be stupid. Buy something. <laughs> <laughs> and 
for myself, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast app. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast app at gmail.com. Please rewind to the top of the show. Support those fine sponsors because if it helps them all, most definitely helps me out. And most importantly, please, each and every week, rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. All right. One last thing before I let you go, my friend, because I'm a huge fan of these two type of moves. I love myself okay. any type of suplex or any okay. type of pal driver. So, okay. as we know, your finishing move is a sit-out pal driver over the shoulder. Yeah. Why over the shoulder in that traditional tombstone? Because when you say tombstone, it belongs to one person. I refuse, uh, to, do I refuse to do it. Refuse. Uh-uh, that belongs to one person. Not going to touch it. Not going to touch it. No, that's but fair. A fire, but a fire thunder driver? I'll do that, though. <laughs> I'll do that all day. <laughs> On that note, he's O'Shea. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace.